0: Yo, welcome Bridget and your boy Big My lunch with I'm back with another episode of Kiwi Kicking Ever Hancho, innit? First and foremost, um I just wanna give a public apology for being MIA for so long. I know for those who were very interested in my podcast must have been a rough few months because I think I've been away for a few months. Um, And honestly, I'm not even going to ask, I'm not even going to try to make excuses, you know. As much as I have been a busy lad in the past few weeks, I need to prioritize what makes me happy, you know what I'm saying? So, Big Man Hunter needs to come back and he needs to be back like he's never left hence the reason why I'm here right now you know what I'm saying Um, you know thinking about why I started this podcast to begin with is definitely the motivating drive That brings me back here, even after weeks of maybe thinking that it's not going to work. Maybe I should just focus on other things. But at the end of the day, I'm a person who loves to talk as much as I love to listen as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, man, this is kind of like you listening in on what happens in the mind of Hancho, you know? Inside the mind of Hancho Jack, you know? So, essentially, if you've ever seen me around and you wonder what goes through my head, then this is the place for you to be, honestly. Because everything that goes on in my head, whether good or bad, whether weird or not, I'd probably say it's here more than I'd say to anyone for that matter you know what I'm saying and I know a lot of you are like it doesn't make any sense because why would I not tell one person but I go tell a bunch of people who are listening to this anybody for that matter it's out there in the open you know now it's not like if I can't tell one person this stuff but I can tell selling a little or a lot
1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
2: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
0: Maybe you want to listen to this. It doesn't actually make sense, but the difference between the two is I'm not looking in your eyes, bruv. I'm not looking in your eyes when I'm telling you these things. So after I record this and after you hear me speak, I won't see your facial expression or your reaction afterwards, you know? I mean, unless you lot try to call me or something just to make me see your facial expression like that, but... I don't think y'all men are like that, you know what I'm saying? But, anyways, sorry for my little rant. I know y'all missed me, I missed y'all too, man. What I want to talk about today is actually a very deep topic. Um, and honestly speaking, You know, it just made me sit and think for a few minutes on the dynamic of the world itself. So let me let me give you a little story time before giving my take on the situation, right? And if you hear like wind and whatnot and sounds, it's because I'm recording outside. I'm so sorry. Um, I walked home. And when I got here at home nobody one, no one's at home so now I have to like sit outside until one of my parents get home so I can go inside. So that's why. But on my way home I was waiting at the bus stop in Joburg, right, to catch my bus to catch my train and go home. So like yeah, I do a lot of traveling by the way if you don't know already. And while waiting and minding my own business, this lady came from God knows where. But she was walking, looking very tense and very compact, very like not relaxed, if I can put it like that. And she was tearing up, like she was breathing heavily. She was trying to keep her balance, and I was just looking at this lady from the bus stop. You know those like places where people sit to wait for the buses. I'm standing there, and I'm just waiting. Uh, no, I'm standing at the pole. There's a pole with the the bus times and whatnot, where I usually stand waiting for the bus, and then just. Maybe two or three steps next to it is this place where people sit down to wait for buses, right? And now she's walking to get there, right? But she's like stumbling and she looks like she's going to fall. But I'm looking at her and deep down, right, in my heart, I want to go to her and ask her, is she okay? I want to help her to go to where she needs to go. Because I don't want her falling, I don't want her fainting, that's the last thing I want, you know. But then again, for me, I'm in a new environment, you know. One, two, it's Joburg, Ghana, it's Joburg. And three, when you see all these videos of people who got mugged or got attacked when trying to help somebody who was faking their injuries or faking the fact that they're feeling unwell, it kind of scares you. And one thing you should know about me, Hancho, I'm a person who I'm a person who has heavy paranoia. If y'all haven't listened to my other podcast episode on paranoia, please go do because my paranoia is a blessing and a curse, like I said in that podcast episode. At the times when I need it, it will help me. But at the times when I need it to be, I need to have my guard down, I need to be vulnerable, it will stay there as well. And then it kind of acts as a barrier between me and being Vulnerable between me and being sympathetic, between me and just give, giving a helping hand, just being of aid to someone. And I realized that firsthand today because this lady, she finally made it to this shelter thingy where people wait for the buses, and she sat on these bricks now i'm sure all of you have seen at bus stops there like in that place where people sit to shelter to have like a little bit of shelter while waiting for the bus there are always like bricks stacked up there for people to sit down or whatever so this lady went and she sat down but you could see from the way she sat she said you know when you are so tired that you sit And it's so evident to someone else that all your weight just fell onto those, uh, onto that platform or whatever. This is how she sat down. And now, like, I'm literally watching her because in my head, I'm like, Jack, something is going to happen here, Jack. You need to be vigilant, you need to see what's going on. If she needs help, Donna, you need to go help her, even if it's a setup. Like, I was in constant conflict with myself. Because, on the one side, I want to help her. I really want to help her. But on the other side, I'm fearing for my life. I'm fearing for my life. And I know people might see it as... You know, nah, Jack, you scared, or whatnot, whatnot. Like, it's it's a female, whatnot, whatnot. Like, you can hold your own and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, bruv, paranoia is paranoia. You don't know... If if you're going to judge me for feeling the way I felt, you don't know how it feels to have paranoia. Just going to put it like that. You know? And now, this lady she's still breathing heavily while sitting on those bricks she's next thing you know she tries to hold on somewhere where she can balance and this lady faints right there she falls over like she she falls over she hits her head on the concrete and me and this brew who were standing by the bus stop rush to her like Anna, you know when Ultra Instinct, Donna. When you watch DBZ there, and you think that Ultra Instinct, you know, uh okay, it's a cool power that Goku had and whatnot, not, not and all of that. But to have Ultra Instinct, or to feel something that is similar to Ultra Instinct in real life, Donna, I like. I experienced that today. I experienced that today. Because as soon as she fell, my body moved before I could even think about whether it was safe to go check on her, whether someone was watching from the corner to jump me. I couldn't care less in that moment, Donna. My instinct was to go check if she's okay first, before anything else happens. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Donna, as soon as as her body hit the ground, I moved. I only realized after I moved, that I moved to go help her. You know? And then I went to her, and I was just checking if she's okay. Um, you know, I ran to get help. Anna, there's a whole hospital right next to where she collapsed. Right there. Tell me why these people were so... Like, it's so sad to see how people... Disregard other people's medical conditions. Because I go to this lady at the gate of the hospital and I'm telling her somebody fainted and they need help. And she just looks at me and she's strolling, strolling to go see how the lady's doing, strolling back to go call someone. You know, it's like it's almost like she didn't care. And honestly, it hurt me to see that people are so glib. Honestly, it hurt me. You know, people have... Some people are just not in touch with their emotions. And I don't understand why. Why? You work at a hospital yet You have no urgency. No sense of urgency. Why? You know? Like, besides me and that brew who rushed to check how she was doing, everyone else kind of just went on with their day as if, you know, it was just another day in Joburg, just another lady fainting. It's it's really, it's not that deep, you know? And it, it honestly pained me to see, because if this is how we are moving, that means there's no empathy in the world anymore, no sympathy, no... No urgency to lend a helping hand to a complete stranger, and I I, I honestly can't even hate somebody who would have a second thought on helping somebody, a complete stranger, who's in need of help. Because, what the one thing that's so common nowadays with every single scenario that happens someone's kindness was taken advantage of and you know it reminds me of in primary school if if y'all recall if y'all did this in your primary school um If y'all read The Boy Who Cried Wolf, we're we're living in that type of world now. Where, because you faked needing help the first time round, or maybe the first two times round, come the third time, people won't even pay attention to you when you're actually in need. The worst part about this one, this version of The Boy Who Cried Wolf, is the one who pretended they need help isn't the one who's in need of the help the next time. It's someone else, someone else out there because I can walk going to school and one person needed needs help for somewhat reason and I try to help but get hurt in the process or get attacked in the process and because of that situation, because the person faked it, a week later, I'm walking somewhere else and someone else needs help. But they genuinely need help. And I won't help that person because I know what I went through trying to help someone the previous time around. Only to find out later that that person maybe died because I didn't help them. Now it's going to weigh heavy on my conscience. People are going to put the blame on me. Because why? No, Hancho, you could have saved her. Hancho, you could have saved him. Hancho, you were there when the person was crying for help. And what did you do? You turned your back on them. You said, no. Someone else will help you. you put your head down and you kept walking now you have to live with the fact that you could have saved someone's life but you look at your hands and your mind starts playing games at you you know what I'm saying now you start feeling as if You're responsible for that person's death. You start feeling as if that person's blood is on your hands. And it's just sad to see, man. It's sad to... I felt bad because I didn't react fast enough to help this lady. She's okay, by the way. She's okay. They took her on a wheelchair. I don't know what was wrong with her, but she's okay but I feel bad for knowing that I could have helped that lady a few seconds a few minutes before things escalated and things got worse but because of how dangerous society is nowadays because of how paranoid I am I practically turned my back on her and just said someone else will help her Like, I get it fam, it's, it's an evil world we live in. But, we still need those good people around, you know? We still need that balance in the world. Because if everyone just turned their back, or just turned their shoulders on someone in need, It'll be a cold, cold world. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a dark world. And I don't think anybody wants to live in a world like that. So, to end of this podcast episode, I just want to say, if ever you see someone who's in need, give out a helping hand, man. Because you don't know what will happen if you don't help out. I understand that You might put yourself at risk if you do help. You might put yourself in danger if you do help. But with the type of person I am, I'd rather get hurt in the process of helping someone, even if they were faking it, than to live the rest of my life knowing that I could have helped someone. And I didn't. So, uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for still rocking with me after weeks of not being around. Hancho's back, man. I know I said I'm back the last time I dropped, but I'm really hoping to be consistent this time. I need y'all's support. I need y'all's love. And without further ado, man, you're in, we've been where Don't you to like, and Asia, I had to get to that. Strive, the the get and back. This so stuff. I'm knocking over every setback. Reppers get an edge when they hit me on a track. Gotta get the back Keep and snacks. I, I never announced my moves, but I had to tell all my fans that well, nigga, I'm yeah, back. Lord, yeah. Back leg, like, Moko, look. Never gang up at all.